This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into week 13 in the NFL, the 1 o'clock games. The Steelers at the Falcons. Steelers laying a point. Steelers minus 115. On the money line, the Falcons minus 105. Total set at 42. The Steelers 3-7 against the spread in the last 10 road games, while the Falcons are 1-7 against the spread in their last Oh, one and five against the spread in their last six games overall. I got sucked into John Facenda. Where are you going here? Yeah, going to be on the Steelers in this one. A tale of two teams trending in opposite directions. Early on in the season, the Falcons were a big, juicy grape, covering numbers at the best rates of any team in the NFL. But lately, not so much. Just one and four against the spread in their last five. They've turned into a raisin, my friend. Uh, also, the big news. Kyle Pitts now out for the season. And also, this Steelers defense gets better each and every week because T.J. Watt is back on the field. We've seen the nine-day difference that he has made for that defense. And also, Kenny Pickett's getting better. And this Mm -hmm. is as good as a spot as any for Kenny Pickett to actually have a big game. Going against a Falcons secondary that's one of the worst in the NFL, giving up uh, some of the most yards per game to opposing passing offenses. So I think this is a good spot for the Steelers. And plus, we've seen a line flip. Early in the the week, we had the Steelers getting a point, and I also had them in some teasers. Now that line is down to uh, Steelers being favored on the road. And I think that's why uh, I like the Steelers in this one. I like the Steelers as well. I'm taking Steelers' money line. And you talk about Kenny Pickett getting better. Guess who has the worst secondary in the NFL? It is the Falcons. Guess who is worst in the NFL at pressuring the passer? Also the Falcons. That should give Kenny Pickett enough time to pick apart the Falcons defense, particularly when you look Pittsburgh and how good they've been on defense. I love the Steelers on the money line here. Packers at the Bears. Chelsea Packers laying three and a half points. The Packers minus 185 on the money line. The Bears plus 155. Total set at 44. Money coming in on the Packers. It opened up Packers minus two and a half, went up to Packers minus four yesterday, now back down to Packers minus three and a half again. I think you're on Green Bay here. Yeah, definitely on Green Bay. I think the Bears are, number one, a terrible defense, and also dealing with a ton of injuries, not even just to the quarterback position, but also Darnell Mooney is out. Uh, He's hurt. They're one of their best receivers. Eddie Jackson, their best defender, who was still left over after they traded away most of their best defenders. He got hurt in the second quarter of last game. And bottom line, it's just a bad Bears team that also is facing somebody who really likes to dominate the Bears. That is Aaron Rodgers. I don't care how bad this season has been. Aaron Rodgers gets up for owning the Bears. And if you look at the numbers, it backs it up. Uh, the Packers 18-5 and five against the spread in their last 23 meetings in Chicago. So I'm going to take the Packers here. It's a short number. I think this is a good spot for the Packers offense to get right. So let's go Pack. Yeah, I'm with you here. Just because of the Bears quarterback situation, I mean, my God, Tim Boyle, is that who's going to start for the Bears this weekend? There's no way I'm putting money on the Bears. He was signed off the practice squad. I don't know who's going to go, but I think the Packers are the right side. This is a good chance for Aaron Rodgers, who said he'd be willing to sit if they don't win out or if they're eliminated from playoff contention. That hasn't happened just yet. I don't quite know if I believe that, but I think the Packers win and cover this weekend. Let's go to Detroit. Jags at the Lions. Jaguars minus one. Jags minus 110. Lions minus 110 on the money line at BetMGM. Total set at 51 and a hook. This spread has flipped 
from Lions minus one and a half to Jacksonville minus one. The total is up from 51. After Jacksonville rid themselves of Urban Meyer, the Columbus butt bandit, the upstart Jags continued to improve under second year quarterback Trevor Lawrence. I actually like the Lions here. I don't care about the money. Jacksonville looked awesome last week. That was the best win in Trevor Lawrence's short career. I mean, that two-point conversion when they went for the win and he threw that quick pass, an absolute rocket. You can see his talent starting to burgeon now and him starting to come into his own. But I believe, I believe that we're overvaluing the Jags just a bit. I like the Lions here. No. We're not overvaluing the Jags. Trevor Lawrence has been amazing over his last three games. Here's the thing about the Jags. The metrics have really liked the Jags all season long. The problem was they couldn't close out games. But guess what? The Jags finally figured it out in the fourth quarter. Uh, They've won two of their last three games, including that uh, really close win over the Ravens last week. Trevor Lawrence in his last three games, 77.2 completion percentage, 815 passing yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 114.9 passer rating. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is coming to his own. I think top to bottom, this is a better Jags team. Let's go Jags. I'm on the opposite side of you, Jenks. Oh, okay, Chelsea. Well, let's go to Minnesota. Jets at the Vikings. Vikings laying three points. Vikings minus 155. Jets plus 130 on the money line, and the total set at 44. Total has come down a half point from 44 and a half. Chelsea, I am on the Jets plus three. Give me more of that Mike White magic. Now, I remember what happened last year. Had that four-touchdown game and completely fell off, but I think he really just opens up the rest of that Jets offense, which we saw last week with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. I don't trust that Vikings secondary. Give me the Jets plus three. Yeah, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, (laughs) Jets. Let's go, Jets. I like the fact that they're getting three here, especially like you said, this Viking secondary is one that people have been picking at when it comes to opposing receiver props because the secondary is so bad. So if there's ever a spot for Mike White to continue his magic, it's against this Viking secondary. And plus, the Jets are getting healthier. You talk about Elijah Moore, uh, and it's just, I know they don't have Brees Hall anymore, but still, I think Mike White is in a great position to succeed in this one. And I still don't believe in this Vikings team as a whole. I think they were kind of a mirage to start the season. So let's take the three points with the Jets. Commanders at the Giants. Commanders laying two and a half. Commanders minus 130 on the money line. Giants plus 110. Total set at 40 and a hook at bat MGM. Little money coming in on Washington. Opened up Commanders minus one and a half. Chelsea, where are you going? Yeah, this is a great teaser spot. Really like the Commanders, or excuse me, the Giants. I kind of like them getting the two and a half at home just by themselves. But I think it's an excellent teaser leg. If you can get them up to eight and a half, I really don't believe that the commanders are going to be blowing anybody out, especially when you see a game with a total of 40 and a half points. So really like this teaser leg. I think you throw it in with maybe the Ravens at eight and a half, tease it down to two and a half. Maybe the Browns uh, laying seven, get them down to one. Don't think the Texans are beating anybody, but I think this is a great teaser leg. Yeah, I think so too. And I I actually, I like the Giants here. I'm on the Giants. I, I understand the Washington money is coming in, but Taylor Heineke has been, he's been finding a way to get it done. 
He's plucky. He's gritty. He finds a way to get wins, but I think there's going to be some regression here. I like the Giants in the Meadowlands. Chelsea, your Titans are in Philly this Sunday. The Eagles are laying four and a half points. Eagles minus 225. Titans plus 180. Total set at 44 and a half. Little Tennessee money coming in because the spread is down from Eagles minus five. You going with your hometown team? I think so. It's not going to be one of my plays just because I don't want to jinx it. But uh, the Titans have been really good in this spot as road underdogs. And just in general, as underdogs getting more than three points, I believe Mike Vrabel is 21-8 and eight against the spread. So nobody gets his team up to play these great teams better than Mike Vrabel. We have seen it. They played the Chiefs closely, even when, when Malik Willis completed like five passes. And so I think the points are the way to go here. Uh, this Eagles team... Their one weakness seems to be their run defense. Mm, not great when you're facing Derrick Henry. They do have one of the better secondaries, and it's a bit of a revenge game for the Titans going against A.J. Brown, who has been very petty towards the organization. I wouldn't be surprised if we see A.J. Brown have a big game just for that reason, but I'm going to take the points of the Titans. I love the Titans. going to be one of my favorite bets this weekend. I believe the Titans have lost only one game all season by more than five points and the one way you can attack the eagles is on the ground titans will do that with derrick henry give me the titans plus the points broncos at the ravens ravens laying eight and a half points ravens minus 400 on the money line broncos plus 310 total set at 39 and hook total has gone up from 38 and a half russell wilson once known for his cooking has now been relegated to heating lukewarm leftovers while his teammates shun his birthday celebration <laughs> where are you going Chelsea? Yeah, it's his party, and he'll cry if he wants to. And I think he's <laughs> going to be crying because I think it is the Ravens that walk away winners in this one. However, don't really love the huge eight-and-a-half-point spread. Like I said, I think this is another good teaser leg, and it's at eight-and-a-half, which means you can tease them down six points to get them at two-and-a-half. So that's under a field goal for a Ravens team playing at home against a very bad and dysfunctional Broncos team. So give me the Ravens in a teaser in this one. I am all over the under here. I don't care that the money is headed towards the over. The Broncos are the best under team in the National Football League. Nine and one to the under. I mean, they go in, they have a world-class Super Bowl-level defense, but they can't score. The Ravens offense has struggled recently as well. So give me the under. 39 and a hook finally the debut of deshaun watson in houston browns at the texans browns laying seven points browns minus 350 texans plus 260 total set at 47 and a hook the total has gone up two and a half points from 45 are you backing deshaun and the browns here god i just thought about that because i do like mm -hmm. the browns in a teaser i don't think there's any way that they lose to the texans uh tease that seven down to minus one but do i really want to root for deshaun watson like, I don't no. think I do. I think maybe a good way to play this one as well is going Nick Chubb over his rushing prop. I believe it's close to 90, but still, it should be a huge game for the running back for the Cleveland Browns going against the worst defense against the run in the NFL and also the fact that Deshaun Watson's probably going to be a little rusty, has not played a game in 700 days. So Nick Chubb to have a big game. Yeah, I feel the same way. I would actually back the Texans here. I'm not going to trust Deshaun Watson, and it's just hard to get behind a guy like that. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.